This is For Advisors by Advisors. I'm your host, Evan J. Mayer. And today, I'm going to talk about financial planning with the clients in person. This is a topic that I get a lot of different answers from a lot of different financial advisors as far as what they think is the right way to do it. And as I say with almost on almost all these podcasts, it's up to the individual advisor on what they're comfortable and how they like dealing with their clients and their situation. So I don't think there's ever a right way or a wrong way, but I will give you reasons why I think that when you do financial planning, it's very important to make sure that clients are involved in the process and are with you throughout the process. You're gonna learn a lot about the client that way. So I wanted to go over a couple of bullet points and then I'll share my screen. So for those of you that are listening to this on any of the podcast sites, I will have the actual visuals on YouTube so you could see a little bit about how I create a fake plan and walk clients through that fake plan because I think that can add tremendous value. But first and foremost, people are, tend to be visual learners. And the easier something looks on the screen, the easier they can see it, the more it makes sense. So when somebody says, as an example, what do you do for a living? And you say, well, I'm a financial planner. That's a very broad thing. It can mean a lot of different things. And so I think giving people visuals of what you do is an important thing. And then allowing those clients to go through that process and see the step-by-steps is also a very important thing. I also like the ability for clients to be able to toggle and understand the inputs that you're putting in the plan. And what you'll tend to see is that as you toggle that, you input in something into the plan like, oh, I own this house, and you start talking about valuations and things along those lines, they're actively involved in the planning and they're a lot more willing to share the information that you're going to need to make sure that the plan is done accurately. So I do think doing the plan with a client in person is a tremendous value. It does allow them to open up a little bit more. As I said, I think it's hugely important to have a fake financial plan drawn up for a client. And that's so that they could see how the software works before engaging. A lot of times people will go, well, do I actually need a plan? I think I have everything the way it needs to be done. And you could go, well, you need a plan and here's why you need it. But when they can actually see it and how the software works, I think that adds tremendous value. And it also adds value because as you're meeting with those clients on a quarterly basis or semi-annual basis, you're able to go and update their plan and do that visually with them and then learn about new things that might come up that they might think are not needed for the plan, but are. A prime example was, I had a client in my office about two days ago who was expecting that the assets that they were gonna draw down from was just the assets that I was managing here, but they had some assets outside that actually affected their plan differently. And they didn't think it was important to share that information until I told them that the plan actually needs to look at all of that and why that's important. So a visual, is a tremendous experience. And by the way, this is a client that's worked with me for eight or nine years, but people forget things and that's okay. And part of our job as planners is to make sure that they understand and see the big picture. So I'm gonna share the plan now so that you can see kind of the fake plan I've created and how I end up using that with clients. So you'll see as we get to the screen here, and again, for, for those of you that are just listening, you can find this out on YouTube. I'll try to uh, verbalize this the best I can, but I created a fake plan called Case and Casey, and their last name is Study, so Case Study and Casey Study, a male and a female in this circumstance, a client that's 61 and 63, both are employed. One is making about 250000 a year, and one's making about 50000 a year. They're married and they live in the state of Florida. As I input this with clients, it's also important 
for them to share how their income is. So specifically business owners sometimes don't run money through W-2, through payroll. They take it out as a, as a distribution. If they take it out as a distribution, that income should go down here as this is going to factor in their social security amounts. So that's kind of the way our software works. At, you'll see Allie, Kyle, and Stacy, 27, 28, and 31-year-old are their three children. We get their information in as far as the needs that they're going to have for these clients in what capacity, and then the goals for the clients. So one of the main things is that as you're inputting this information, you can have that ready to go, but I always have a second meeting kind of ready to go where we input all of the needs, wants, and wishes. So in this circumstance, Case and Casey plan on retiring in about four years from now at the ages of 67 and 65. They're going to need about $250,000 in today's dollars to cover their cost of need and living. Travel, they do want about a $20,000 a year travel budget, and that's a very important thing for them. And then they do have wants. They, they do want a, a potentially a wedding for Allie to be able to fund that and a rehearsal dinner for Kyle that they want to be able to fund. And then a new home. A thought was, hey, I might need extra for this new home. How much extra than their current residence? And we can put the amount in there. And so what happens is that clients are able to see these visuals and it makes life a lot easier. You could put stuff in as such as gifts and donations, major purchases, private school, other. We got something else that is a little different than what we put on here. We What we do is that we look at the client situation. So we input the social security information, the pension amounts, the rental income amounts. So if they have any additional income sources and we look at their assets, how is their money allocated? How much are they adding to their current situation? One of the important things to look at is how much is going towards retirement savings and how much is going towards assets that they're able to withdraw without a humongous tax liability. So we do look at that. We look at their liabilities. We look at their other assets. Do they have homes? Do they have some inheritance expectations to expect? Sometimes you could be dealing with a client that doesn't plan because they're going to be inheriting a humongous windfall later on. And so their current assets or the current way they spend their money is not as important. We look at their liabilities. And we look at their overall net worth and where they are in their circumstance, plus their obviously what they're saving and any plans on selling or other money coming in. And we look at their allocation as far as the risk that they're taking. What risk could they take if there's a recession such as 07 to 09? What kind of drop would they experience? Could they deal with those bad markets? Recently, the software still kind of looks at the Great Recession as the big drop. I think there you could look at during the pandemic, what happened there, or even last year, kind of being a bad market, people have already seen that a little bit. And then we take them to the results tab. And when I walk the clients, by the way, I'm walking prospects through this, I'm doing it in a very organized way, not as I'm doing on this podcast, in a way for them to see the value and why planning makes sense. So in this circumstance, what's the likelihood that Case and Casey are going to be okay? Well, in this circumstance, they have about a 76% chance that they're going to be fine. We want to see clients in that confidence zone of 75 to 90. If they're past 90, that's really good. And one of the things I really like showing clients is, is a cash flow chart. What is the cash flow going to look like for the client when they're ready to retire? So as an example, in 2029, two years into retirement, they have their pension income coming in, the rental income property coming in, the social security, and you can, you can toggle in there what increases with inflation and what doesn't is their cost of living increases with the pension, as an example. In this case, there isn't. So they have about $165,000 in income to expect. 
Their expenses are now up to 284 instead of 250. Their travel budget's up to 22. And when you factor in some taxes that they might have, they're going to be looking at a need of about 330,000. If their income expected from their pension and social security and rental income is 165,000, that means they need 166,000 to be able to pull from their portfolio. If their portfolio is worth 4.6 million at this time, and they're withdrawing that amount, that's a 3.61% withdrawal rate, which is fine for their age because what happens is over time, if inflation stays relatively back to where it used to be, their withdrawal rate stays under that double digit death mark, I always call it. Once we start seeing 10, 15% withdrawals on a portfolio, there's only so long before that portfolio doesn't last anymore. So I love showing clients that. One of the other things that I like to show clients is what is a recommended scenario based upon your asset allocation? If we just change that, it might bring it up to 79%, but we can go in and play around a little bit. There's something called the play zone. They're super solved. So what if we wanted to retire at 70 as an example in their circumstance, that would bring them up to a 88% chance of success. So a lot higher if they just waited a few more years. So I think it's important for clients to see a visual of this. I think it's important for them to engage and it's important for them to know what the next steps are. So I may have done this on a past podcast where I showed, and if I didn't, I will bring out a podcast to that extent of kind of a booklet I've created that I hand to clients that goes through our exact process and what information we need and what to expect on the planning day. I call that one of the biggest days of a client's life, at least for me as a planner and me understanding their relationship, it's probably the most important day because I know where they stand and where they need to get to. And there's been many clients where we've done this visually and we get them, we do the plan and they're at 18 or 25%. And then all of a sudden, four or five years later, they're at 70 or 80% because they started to do the habits they needed to do to take them from point A to point B. So just the way I like to do it, like I say, I never like to criticize. There are some financial advisors that do not do planning themselves. They have pair planners or they have people that go in and do that for them. I would suggest that being involved in that is very important because I think you get to really understand the client's needs, wants, wishes. You understand their risk tolerance a little better when you're in a meeting for two to three hours, not discussing investments per se, but more what they want, what they care about, what they need. And when the client understands that you know about that and that you care about that, and that decisions you make are based on that, it makes your relationship significantly stronger. So I hope I shared a little value. I hope you find that useful or valuable. As always, here to answer any questions and help educate the other advisors out there. I think we can always learn and we can always learn a better way to do it. I've been doing it this way for a while. I've changed things up significantly in the process over time. So I think having a financial planning session with the clients and doing it in person with them is hugely important. And I hope you found this information valuable. And I hope you've enjoyed our podcast. We have a few great episodes coming up, but I did want to do an individual one just on this topic because I do think it's an important topic. So hope you enjoyed today's episode. Subscribe if you can, and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much.